I am Barrington Brennan, the counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. When the unthinkable happens, you thought it would never happen to you. You have been in a committed as a committed lover and spouse for years, and you came home unexpectedly and met your spouse in bed with another man. That's shocking, numbing, stupefying, enraging. In a split second, streams of videos of the loving rush through your head, the colorful reminders of your sacrifice, the quadraphonic sounds that define the odds of unfaithfulness, the dim lights of creative romantic encounters. Oh, the passion of just me and her alone. It is as though your whole married life flashes before you while your heart is beating with rage and anger. It is just a fleeting moment as you watch someone else sexually ravish your wife in a way that you thought only you can do, and you thought all those years only you should, she should want you only. What happens next? Or what should happen next? How should you respond when you catch your spouse being unfaithful? Danian Mathnet, infidelity expert, states in an article on infidelity that infidelity is one of the most painful and emotionally draining experiences a person can endure, whether it's the the frustration or psychological torture associated with a suspected affair or the devastating emotional aftermath which follows discovery, the knowledge that one has been betrayed by their mate or partner can simply be overwhelming. When one realizes over time or suddenly that a spouse is having an affair, there are a number of responses. First, There is the initial shock, then rage, then desire for revenge. For many who find a spouse making love to another, these responses can be compounded as one response causes an irrational reaction that might be lethal or wounding to the partners involved. This is when reason sits on the back seat and revenge stands in the doorway. But not everyone resorts to attack, fight, or murder. Many wisely walk away, though painfully. In the past years, a number of men have told me their own experiences of almost causing harm or possibly killing a spouse or lover they found having sex with another person. All of them confess that there was instant anger, but something caused them to control a violent reaction. One man said in a seminar that as he looks back, he is happy he did not follow his first intent to kill. Another man said he fought the man, wounding him as he ran out of the house. Why didn't these men follow the need to revenge and lead to a lethal injection? There's no real answer. However, all of these men had a few things in common. 1. Their strong childhood upbringing of faith and religion in their lives. 2. Their respect for the dignity of human life. and 3. 
their freedom from the need to control another person. They did not think of their partner as property or asset. And four, a strong sense of self-control and discipline. How would you respond if you found your spouse in a compromising position? If you are easily angered, quick-tempered, obsessive, and controlling, you might be at the greater risk of responding in a dangerous way. The scary thing about these characteristics is that they are not always visible. When one known, when one is known to be manly and respectful, these characteristics, characteristics can go undetected. Their ugly faces may only be revealed through the extreme anger and revenge, causing a gasoline-like combustion that is often lethal. Perhaps the best way to prevent revengeful anger, lethal snaps, is living a peaceful, well-disciplined life. Tell yourself before you get angry or enraged that no good decision is ever made when one is enraged. Keep the mind clear of revengeful thoughts. Even if you constantly feed your mind with thoughts of vengeance, all it needs is the right place and time and the explosion will take place. And that is so true. Avoid the fantasy trap. Fantasizing about what you will do if someone causes you great pain is dangerous. With the right time and opportunity, the fantasy will turn into reality. Realize that we are not the owners of our, or bosses of others, especially our spouses. Possessiveness is not healthy. The bottom line is the way you live will determine how you will die. Oh, also have how, do, how you feel with everyday stressors and if you, you possess a meek and quiet spirit will lower your risk of responding in a deadly way when the unexpected happens. Several years ago, I wrote an article on managing conflict in marriage. I shared that there is a hot and cold anger. Hot anger can be described like this. In, this, for in the first year of marriage, the husband speaks and the wife listens. In the second year of marriage, the wife speaks and the husband listens. In the third year of marriage, both speak and the neighbors listen. That's from the book Caring for Marriage. This is hot anger. It is excited and often cruel. It is loud and frequent, frequently crushing. With hot anger, you do not have... You you do not have some idea what the other person is thinking. It isn't accurate, but there, um, it, but there may be some con consolation that we care enough to be angry. Cold anger, on the other hand, is like an iceberg when we can see only the tip of it and we have no idea what's underneath. It can be devastating. Silence. Cold strangers living under the same roof. Cold anger can take another form. It can become what we like to call being an angelic phony. <laughs> A covered up courtesy that is full of pretense and deception. It says, no dear, anything you'd like dear. End of quote. But behind the seemingly sweet words of the spirit of coldness, where feelings have been anesthetized or worsen extinguished. What kind of anger do you have?
both are bad, hot or cold. If you feel your anger is getting out of control, here are a few tips from various experts to help prevent the explosion. 1. Practice deep breathing. It is an anger control ex exercise that is practiced by many people and with a high degree of success. Whatever may be the reason for the anger, just, just close your eyes, relax your mind and breathe deeply and slowly. Do as far of, of, for about 60 seconds and you'll instantly notice the impact that it has on your rage and anger. 2. Walk away. Take a time out. As you feel the rage coming, move away from the scene. Take time away from the environment where you can feel better to reason before you return to the scene. 3. Relax and visualize. Calm down. Take a deep breath. As you exhale, imagine all the bottle of fury comes out of your nose and the mouth. Release it and be free. Repeat the step over and over until you feel peace inside. Then visualize being the place where you feel most happy, calm and relaxed. It may be a place like, an, like a beach or gardens, scenic location or anywhere else you might think of. Just imagine being there and inhaling the essence of your serene environment. By doing this, you will not find it hard to attain inner peace. Number four, listen to soothing music. It calms your soul. About 20 minutes uh, of session to listen and quiet down. And then pray. Deadly consequences arise when people cannot hold back their fury. Ask God, ask God to help you, help you, help you. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.